Hey, welcome, Focus, back for another episode of More to the Story. I am Farron Moore, and today I got uh, my new partner in crime. We we and know we was on this level together. Man. That's yo, crime right there. yo, <laughs> yo, it's all about it. You know, you never knew. I feel like Tony Baker. I never, never knew that <laughs> right. we were supposed to be together this right. whole time. Right. <laughs> so, yes, Kanisha Bus hey, is here. Buddy. Hey, girl. I feel like I don't have enough titties for the show. Mm. <laughs> I got it. I don't have my guns out. I have to out. say, when I saw you out in the parking lot, I was like, <laughs> I expected more titty. But it's fine. They're hers. <laughs> Man, don't make me just... I'll take this off. I'll be up here in a bra and a jean jacket. Don't dare me, because I'll do it. I know. Okay, good. Because you know. know I will. You're going to get me in trouble. Oh, yeah. What's the rules? Um, Greg, give me the rules first. What rules? To the show. Um, Don't do nothing that'll get us canceled. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every platform got a different set of rules. We uh, we get some little nuts around here. I know. So... I've seen... Uh, um, don't be naked, like. Okay, well, I got a stomach, so y'all don't got to worry about that. But uh, I will be sitting up here in a bra and a jean jacket. Don't think I won't. <laughs> if it's not enough titties, I feel. I feel like I have seen you do that before. Yeah, I didn't that's what I said. Me. I'll do it. Right here in front. Matter of fact, what day? <laughs> Did you do it on a zoom in one night? Pro yeah. Oh man, let me tell you something. Zooming with the I was did a lot of stuff. I had hair changes, outfit changes. <laughs> One time, I just had a you dress. You were part of the of the outfit changes? Yeah. Oh, oh, that episode. I had a Seahawks hat. I had a blonde wig. I mean, we was acting <laughs> up. Spice Adams came on and turned that mug out. And then next thing He's I know. He's a fool. I got to get him on here. He's a fool. A straight fool. Do you hear me? <laughs> That's one of my favorite episodes. And I did a lot of Zooming with the homie. Yeah. When I tell you, that episode was crazy. Oh, my God. That wasn't the one where he just kept screaming, um, is my mic hot? Or something, because it was another one where his audio was off and he made it so much no, worse. No. His audio was really lit for mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> he was, it was so loud, and he was—I don't know if he could have done something about it or if he was like, "Nope, I'm committed <laughs> to the bit." So, but he was like, "Am is my mic hot?" Oh yeah, no. my, he just kept saying it over and over again. He wasn't answering nobody's questions. He wasn't part of nobody's conversation. Just is my bike hot? Like yes, nigga. <laughs> I'm sorry. I looked at the comments and everybody telling me to do it with the bra and the jean I jacket. Saw. I was like, don't listen. listen. Now we triple dog dare you. Uh, so what the hell have you been up to? You know, uh, so as everybody knows, I was really sick from COVID. Mm -hmm. So I've been out of work for a long time. And it's like, all right, what am I going to do to jump back in? Because everything is like really slow for me right now. And so first, you know, OnlyFans, people have been asking me for like, yo, where's the OnlyFans I want to sign up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, uh, where is the OnlyFans? And I and I do have I an mean, account. They're not wrong for asking, though, no, because it does. It, it seems like it would be your jam. I know, <laughs> but I don't know how to do it all. I'm not sure what to do. I'm like, all right, what if I do like a lingerie talk? And what if I do? I got really cute feet, and I'm like, what if I do like the pouring the milk over the feet? Like trying to figure out what mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. So in the meantime, before. My thing is, once you put it, people start screenshotting, they start screen recording, mm -hmm. you know, so that privacy is it's like, like ah, yeah. what do I do? Yeah. So <laughs> what I do is, 
is the people that go, where's the OnlyFans? So I hit them in the DMs. And we make arrangements. And I have packages for a lot of wonderful stuff that I, and it's way more than I would even post on OnlyFans, right? Uh -huh. But what it is, is you have to send me your ID. And I let them block out the address, but I still need their ID. And they have to sign an NDA. Mm. And I take the pictures and videos and I do everything specifically for that person. So I'll know what, like I have an account what, of who, yeah. what gets out, then who I'm suing. And it's a million dollar <laughs> NDA. Okay? Wow. She's yeah. <laughs> I'm coming down to the Waffle House getting all your paychecks. You know, like, Yo, don't get fucking you make seven, eight, Yo, eight. I want it. So she, you basically started your own little yeah. OnlyFans. You should... um. What is it? Bedroom candy the fuck out of there. Just start a whole little... Listen. <laughs> listen. A whole little team. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, I have everybody calling me madam who right. got more IDs. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, hey, hey. Yo, she gonna need a file cabinet in a minute. And, I, and, I, and that's because I'm like, what else am I gonna do? Because my thing is, I didn't send stuff out to dudes for free all the time. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't send this type of stuff. And me, I'm not even embarrassed about that. I remember my homegirl was like, because I have a... a, a a couple little tapes and she's like well what if it get out what if, i'm like if any of these things get out it ain't gonna do nothing but make me more popular make me get more money the only thing is i don't want to look fat so if you got something in my stomach <laughs> is in or some shit i'm like i didn't leak the sex tape in my stomach i look fat other than that i don't care that type of <laughs> sexuality those things don't bother me like uh -huh. i'm like you damn near see my titties all day so if you want to see me pour some hot wax for 150 mm -hmm. you know then i'm gonna pour the hot wax i got a baby nigga what would you do if your son was at home <laughs> crying all alone Bitch, stop. I hate you. I hate you so much. I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> Take some pictures for a little bit of money. <laughs> but that's smart as hell, though. Yeah, because then it makes people not want to... Because I feel like even with the OnlyFans, if I put certain stuff out, next thing you know, a screenshot, it's all this. So now mm -hmm. I get to keep an accurate account, and then I have your information and things like that. And mm -hmm. then it's more direct pay because I don't got to wait to cash out every day. Like, hey, here. Send it straight yeah. to my cash app, and it's good. And I set my prices because the subscription on OnlyFans, I mean, most people set their stuff like 10. Some of it be free. Mm -hmm. Mine's just 20. I just haven't activated it yet. But I'm like, why when I'm getting $100 a pop? Or if you want to see, you know, it's <laughs> a few hundred, but it is worth it. You know what I'm saying? Or you want to see all the action, the videos, 150, mm -hmm. then I might as well get that real quick. You right. know, like I have a customer right now. That my, I mean, we going on. I mean, he my, he up to like eight hundred in the last three days. Wow. Yeah, which I need. You know, I got to build up my clientele. If y'all are out there, <laughs> he is he's keeping Yo, me sustained right now. Okay, so like, how if there's someone who wants to, if you would like to do to... this, just a DM at <laughs> Kanisha K A. I have a white mother. It's spelled phonetically K A N I S H A B U S S. Um, email me Kanisha Bus. Any type of DMs wherever I'm gonna get it, we'll set it up. But be ready to send that ID and sign the NDA and I will sue you. My sorority sister own a whole law firm out here. Ask my baby father. He know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, yeah. So it's just, I'm just trying to protect myself more just because I have a name and a brand I want to protect too. So mm. I don't want my screenshots and stuff out there, you know? Right, right. Um, That is, that's dope. So this is, let me tell you when I fell in love with you. I've always loved your personality and you're funny as hell. But when I realized like I fucking loved you was when you did keep your distance oh. and went in on being my my hands ash as fuck. Went in on being a, um, a, a mom and just and I was like, 
I have been saying these things <laughs> literally forever and no one else seemed to give a fuck. Yes. Like, yes. The, I, I, I have said so many times, like, ugh, kids ruin everything. 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 Like, and they, they keep ruining things. Like, everything. mine will be 17 this year and I'm still like, you're not done ruining shit <laughs> yet. Aren't you tired? Like, <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're, they literally are not. So just uh, just all the feels you had, I was like, yeah. You yeah. know what it is, too? And the reason why I decided to be so honest is because society, I always say they glamorize motherhood and you should love it all the time. It's this wonderful. Mm -mm. I remember this is some bull shit yeah like it's if i knew what i knew now well i mean i tried not to because i'm old on top of that i had her a month before i turned 36 so i wasn't even planning on having no kids okay mm -hmm. and, but it's just it's so glamorized that the feelings that you have you feel like you can't tell nobody what you're really feeling come mm -hmm. to find out every other but woman feels is, this way and yeah. that's why postpartum depression really has only got light in the last few years yeah but this is why so many women be crazy be killing everybody be going because we feel like we got to live under this umbrella of mm -hmm. it's so wonderful to be a mom and i mean like i said the shit is cool i tell everybody my baby not even in my top 10 live as <laughs> yes. shit you know what i'm saying yes. they're like my kid's the best thing that ever happened to me my baby no. is not top 10 no. i kid you not you know Absolutely what I'm saying? Absolutely not. And I mean, I I didn't immediately bond with my kid. She just felt yeah. like this responsibility yeah. for a while. So I and I was I was hella depressed while I was pregnant. Yes. And didn't realize it until I got out of it. But once I had her, I was like, no, oh my God, I love this baby. Her baby stage was the worst time for me. And not she wasn't even a difficult baby. No, it's just and I had ample help. I just was like, this is just hella inconvenient. I got to push a stroller. Ew. Like, I was like, I didn't like want that, to do any of that shit. You don't. And not only that, is people lie to you about this instant connection the moment that you see them. So now no. you're like, what the, what the fuck is wrong no. with me? Because I don't have this bond. It took me, I talk about it. It took me eight months. Like, it was a baby. I knew it was a baby, but I didn't realize it was my baby mm -hmm. until eight months. And I was just breastfeeding one day and start crying. It was like, oh shit, I got it. It's my it's baby. baby. Mm -hmm. But it took a long time. And I hated being pregnant. I was so miserable. I was on bed rest. It was terrible. It was no miracle life. Like, people be lying on Instagram. They be in their fucking pumps. Bitch, I had to up. wear a belt to hold my <laughs> stomach up because it was pulling down so hard that my lower back hurt. Like, I couldn't stand up. All my shoes, I turned them bitches out, like, inside out. Like, it was terrible. <laughs> I was hot and just because I was pregnant through the yes. entire summer. So I was just hot and uncomfortable and hated everybody. And oh, yeah. So my, uh, that was terrible. My, <laughs> my daughter's dad, he had to sleep on the couch because I was so hot. And that said, they'd be like, because you're 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 making so much blood, the iron in the blood and all that stuff makes you hot. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, the room is freezing, but it's winter. So he's out there with all the heaters on everything. But I'm like, I'm so hot. Like, I'm going <laughs> to kill somebody. I'm so hot. And I couldn't eat. I couldn't drink. I was losing so much weight that they got worried about me and they were like, I'm either going to be in the hospital on an IV and then a couple, my sisters was like, you know what? We smoked through our pregnancy because I wasn't a smoker like that. They was mm -hmm. like, take a couple puffs. They do that for cancer patients and it help you eat or you're going to be in the hospital the rest of your pregnancy. So I started wow. taking two puffs. Weed saved my life. I started wow. taking two puffs just to, and I was throwing up blood. Like my pregnancy was bad, bad. Wow. I couldn't even drink. I can only drink distilled water. Like that's how bad it was. 
And so I was like, I'm looking at all the research as long as you just do it out of the pipe, no extra stuff. And I would take two puffs and then I was able to eat and mm -hmm. I didn't have to stay in the hospital and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's a lot of research on that. And my sister's kids, they're smart. They're fun. They're cool. They're like, there ain't nothing wrong with them kids. So, you know what Wow. Saying? I've never seen... But like I said, that's what made me fall in love with you. Because, because people won't say that, yes, that they smoked you, while they was pregnant. You, they like this, our generation of mamas, Man. we ain't our mama's mamas no. no more. Like all that shit they used to do and or have major feels about, it's like that. But did they really though? Because then you got to look back. It was like, because we're in a more of a generation where we don't go along with what's supposed to be going along with. So we speak out against stuff that we normally shouldn't. We say stuff. So were they really just fitting the mold so mm -hmm. that they weren't the outcast of, of woman? Like, oh my God, why would a mother ever? Right. But now we're like, man, fuck these kids. Like that's <laughs> us now. Like, yo, she is really interrupting my hoe and like, this hoe come over. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, like my life. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, my God. I feel like that may, I feel like a big part of that, especially that's, it all goes back to postpartum depression and mm -hmm. being this this mom and trying to fit under this umbrella. I feel like a lot of women back just were lying and felt this way, but were too ashamed to say it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now we're in the, this revolutionary stage where women, we be like, man, it's we like, ain't tolerating other shit. We ain't doing other shit. Fuck you. Them kids. Right. I'll leave like, you. It's okay Papa. for me to feel shit. Yeah. And you know, so like it's, something so simple like it's okay for me to have feelings and yeah. it's so much internal chemical shit happen around that time it's like even <laughs> even if you are like stable you not stable you're not stable it takes two years for you to completely yep. get your mind back that mommy brain is so real and it mm -hmm. takes a long time but you literally have this leech sucking everything. My teeth were so weak. My hair, your hair's falling out. You have, because they're taking everything from you mm -hmm. to make a whole nother person. Yeah. You know, they come from a little baby looking fish to a whole human. Like, you know what told it to sun your body? Right. Because now I'm eating kiwis dipped in mustard. It don't make no sense. I got green Ew. olive. I got a kiwi, a green olive stuck down and I'm pouring mustard going, you know what? This something Did you really rice. eat that? Oh my God. I, every day. Ew. Every day. Green Ew. olives, kiwis, mustard, and pickles. With, and I mean tearing it up. Do you hear me? Wow, that's disgusting. Man, I mean, I wouldn't try it now, but back then, that was the food of choice. Wow, this is going to drive me crazy. But anyway, so we jumped right into um, some things, but I do like to use conversation mm. cards. I love those. Yes. So I will let you pick your category and I will pull the card. Category. Mm -hmm. I let me go deep, deep. Ooh, but that's not what it. that means. It's yeah. not. It's not. Would you rather? <laughs> I'm going to go with would you rather because I, I feel like, like choices. you want the dirty card. Like, Maybe I should switch Wait, cards. if you have, while you switch cards, I'm getting down to a bra. It ain't enough titties <laughs> on the show. Let's do it. Come I on. I feel like you want the, the dirty cards. Let's can do I do that card. or are you going to get canceled? <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'll get canceled. It's okay. Cause they y'all gonna cancel me. They asking. Wait, y'all can't. Cause y'all extra to do it. Y'all gonna say if we getting listen. If it's if it's gonna get down and down. Oh I'm, my god. I Patreon. Look. Oh, we on Patreon, man. Come on. Now you know I don't show my arms. Hey, have you ever been stuck in a jean jacket? Just me. She got a fake my favorite joke. Oh about being stuck yes. In. Oh, we was there, huh? Yeah. Come on, let's get ready. You, you know what? I didn't give you what you what you expected when I came. I should have I, I should have known what you wanted. Exactly, exactly. Oh, I had more. Oh, I just broke my. I did it for the culture though. <laughs> oh, we are. Oh, yeah. okay. 
Yeah. But I'm gonna put the jean jacket so we don't get canceled. <laughs> oh, we out here. That just look. That look just like the same top, don't it? Oh, it does. See, you're good. This is the Kanisha we know and love. Oh my gosh! And I'm gonna take a little sip. Hold on. <laughs> Y'all, I asked this heifer if she needed a drink or anything when she got in. She was like, I had a couple of drinks um, after I dropped off the baby, and I got a flask in my purse. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. You got to stay ready so you don't there. have to get ready. <laughs> get ready. So I love to get turned up. This is one thing about being a mom now. I be like, because they be like, you're a mother now. I am like, oh, my God. You know why? I be, oh my God, just real quick. So like I still get in my, like my my family and my upbringing gets in my head. Yeah. So when I'm getting dressed or if I see something I like, I be like, oh, this look real. <laughs> this look real 22-ish. I know, and, and you uh, got a dad and all type of shit. I met your parents, so that's hard. You know, I don't have a dad, so I no, can be you, more of a hoe. You know, you met my mom and her boo thing. Oh, that's her boo thing. That's her boo thing. That's, that's Sweet Val's boo thing. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So um, I, I don't have a dad. Um, oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> no, I, okay, I knew we vibed. I was like, damn, she got a lot of whole spirit for somebody with a father. <laughs> And you could be a husband, have a husband, and be have that same spirit. You That's, sure can. Because then they just feed into that spirit. Be like, come here, daddy. <laughs> and then one person get to experience oh all that God. goodness. Spread but, mine out there. <laughs> I be so in my head about what I'm a, you know, yeah. stuff that I find cute. And so, like, I'll go to my kid, and she'll be like, clothes don't have an age, mom. Like, you'll look Ooh. cute in it. And I'm like, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> come on, encourage me. <laughs> right. And so here's always like, Look, that's going to look good on you. I want to see that on you. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, so I'm just out here like, oh, okay, Looking nobody good. tell. Yay. Got a grown-ass dog. <laughs> You can't, cause you still be looking twenty four and a half in these streets. So oh, thank you. That's that's about. Cause I just tell everybody I'm twenty seven. My are. kid keeps getting older, but I stay twenty seven. Uh, listen and keep it that way, cause you you are so bomb. This is the thing. I love to look thank at you. women. I admire women. I found out I was straight the hard way, mm -hmm. but <laughs> not the hard way. I mean, the did hard you way. have a the hard way? <laughs> The hard I way. mean, you tried. At least yeah. you were open to new experiences. Yeah. And by the third time, I was like, this just... That's it? No. <laughs> I've said on this show a few times that to know whether or not you're actually into something, you have to try it three times. Yeah. Oh, that's and, crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but I was yeah. like, no. But then I'd be, you'd be walking by. I'd be like, you know what? I mean, it's fourth time a charm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I got my numbers mixed up. But you are you're so, so gorgeous stupid. and so beautiful. So. Thank you. Feel yes. free to flirt. I always accept mm. flirts. <laughs> God always accept <laughs> You why you right. sound surprised? I know. Like you, li they're literally with you all the time. Man. Okay. So these don't have categories. These are the ace metaphors tonight's conversation. Um, this is the sexy sixty nine after dark questions because Kanisha wanted some grown and sexy. Yeah, questions. I like some. I gotta be a mom all day. I'm gonna listen to Baby Shark and got that hot dog, diggity dog, and shit all day. I want to hit some you some grown. I want to know this question. Yes. What's your biggest sexual turnoff and why? What is my biggest? Men that don't make any noise, that can't talk and don't. I can't. I when I tell you <laughs> the session, it's done. 
I am very audio for sex. And what I think it is, is because from our generation, when we grew up with the Spice Channel and all that stuff, but when your parents didn't have the channel, it just had the fuzz. Mm -hmm. So I used to watch it, but it was all, I could just hear it. So I think from a young age, it got into me like, if I don't have those sounds, then I'm not aroused. Mm. And I I think it played a big part in that. So men that don't make noises or don't, can't talk to you right and stuff like that, please throw choking in there. If you cannot (laughs) choke, I am, it is the most unsexy thing. I actually have a, um, on all uh, on um uh, uh we did some something on all deaf and Doughboy was like I don't know how to choke and I mean you could literally watch me almost throw up on the camera. <laughs> what do you mean? Like I it has to be Sir. good choke with language. Like, uh, uh, sorry, I also have sexual Tourette's. Excuse me, I have sexual Tourette's. So when I get turned Wait, on, nuh-uh. explain sexual Tourette's. Okay. So and the people that be with me, they be like, there go her Tourette's. So for me, trigger like if I hear things that it my I it's a moan and my body goes. We oh, like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Is yes. that an actual thing? Yes. You Are you have serious? It, don't you? I do. You have it. I have it. Yes. Because to here has called me. Not even just him. People have called me out on it so many times. Like, what was that sound? I'm no, nothing, 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 nothing. Oh. <laughs> nothing, 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 nothing. It happens. Your body goes with you. Like, uh-huh. like right? oh my god, everybody. I'm so sorry. Yo. Or if you're out, you read it. You're like, oh, like, oh, my bad, everybody. Yes, it's sexual Tourette's. Oh. I knew we were best friends. See? Listen to this. Look, y'all just saw a whole friendship <laughs> solidify in front of your very eyes. This is yes, how it happens, people. That, but that's what it is. Fuck all that no new friend shit. Oh, I, I hate that song. I love new friends. Yes. Um, That was wow. Yes. Ooh. Ooh, okay. So I feel like this would probably be the opposite of what you just said. What does it take to make you climax? You know, I'm going to tell you something that's so sad. (laughs) I'm going to tell you something that's so sad, but over 40% of women in America deal with that we We don't have an ending to sex. And I'm one of those people. I am one of those people. You are my motherfucking twin. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, it's no, that's why we are so, we're naturally orgasmic through everything, right? Because we we never reached there. Now it still feels good. Yes. It's fun. It's exciting. Yes. It's all these things. But we require so much because we need a lot of foreplay. I'm a foreplay person mm-hmm. because I know I have no ending. Mm-hmm. So I like all the things that encompass sex, even the mental sex. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To because I know that I'm not gonna have an ending. Yes. And that is terrible because my sister is the opposite. If you touch her, it's like, <laughs> and I'm so <laughs> jealous because they're telling me all these stories and I'm sitting here yeah. going. I just, I just never been there, but majority no. of women, women. Mm-hmm. just yes. don't get there. Girl, I know I've done the research, and I'm like, can I train my body to do it? Like, <laughs> not the research. I know, but I you be like, to, yo, because you be trying to figure out. Yes. When you listen to other people, it mm-hmm. makes it feel like something's wrong with you. Yeah. But then when you actually look it up, you're like, oh, so we're just not talking about it. Exactly. Everybody's like dealing with this or know someone who's dealing who's with this. Who's dealing with it. Yeah. When oh, I do no. serious exam and people call in, every time I talk about it, every we ne- I, every single woman calls in and goes, oh, I thought it, it was just, just me. I thought it was something wrong. We'd be like, no, just it's just you. It, it's what it is. And I think that's why the roles and things like that are so popular because on your own, you can get there, you know, through, you know, uh, I don't know what to say, clitoral stimulation and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but actual like climaxing from intercourse, it just has never mm-hmm. in 40 years. And I think that's a reason too. Like it's crazy because people are like, you have this huge sexual energy and people think I have like tons of sex and I'm done. Mm-hmm. And it's really not like that. Now I'm probably have more partners than the average person because I just don't, 
because I'm not climbing, it's like, eh, all right, I have my fun with you. So what's next? You know, <laughs> because I like new experiences. I like war run romances. I like mm-hmm. things like that. So for me, I like new experiences. And maybe I'm on this mental search of maybe somebody will get me there. Uh-huh. So when it's not really happening like that, like I've had incredible sex, but it just never, it's like, all right, well, maybe it's this time. Maybe it's this time, but it's never. Yeah. yeah. It just doesn't happen. But I mean, it makes you enjoy the process, though. Oh, absolutely. Like, and learn new ways to en- yeah. enjoy the process. Oh, yeah. And to teach others how to enjoy the process. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, I really, like, we pretty much already jumped into it. But um, thank you for answering my questions. Bye. Yes. But I really wanted to just really talk about how you parent different. How you just, and you're honest and unapologetic about it. Like, you're not all caught up Mm-mm. into what the moms say you should do like yeah. you are you and coming into it especially this day and age when everybody has an opinion on everything and their opinion is published like yeah. it's the gospel <laughs> um how do you still like stand on standing your own when it comes to your kid because kids are such a touchy subject for everybody. They are. One, I'm a Taurus. So, you know, we're oh, bullheaded shit. and we yeah. don't give a fuck. Fuck. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> that Taurus energy is so strong with me. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like, okay. Um, also, what a lot of people don't know about me is before I got into entertainment, I was a teacher, but I, also, I was also a child development specialist. Oh. And coach sports, which is crazy. So, they all kind of intertwine. But, um you start study a lot of like child psychology and all these things. Mm-hmm. So, and me, once you tell a Taurus, once we believe we're right, it ain't shit you could tell me anyway. Literally um, nothing. So one, I, I'm always going to stand by how I parent, but for two, I know that so many people feel this way and they're ashamed or they feel embarrassed or they feel like they don't live up to this expectation of motherhood because of these false ideas that society has put on us for years about mm-hmm. when it comes to being motherhood. And I feel like I'm blessed with this gift of comedy, right? Mm-hmm. And that blessed with this voice and people take stuff and receive stuff better when it's through laughter. That's mm-hmm. just the, what it is. So I'm like, if I, I feel like my whole journey of comedy really led me to be this open about motherhood. When I ran away on FaceTime because my, my electric pump broke, my daughter wouldn't latch. I had the hand pump and I ran away and was hiding on social media in a laundromat four in the morning crying, mm. talking about I didn't want to go home. And I had so many people in my inbox. Oh, my God. You helped me through postpartum depression. Thank you. It's so many men. Like, how can I help my wife? I didn't really know it was this serious. Like watching my inbox go crazy every single day over me being honest, even down to girls going, girl, you the reason why I take my plan B on time. I don't want (laughs) to deal with that. I showed every process of my pregnancy, the good, the bad, the ugly, Mm -hmm. because I feel like in my mind, I cannot be the only one experiencing this. I feel like I've been lied to this whole time. I feel like I have been lied to. And I feel like if people knew the truth, I don't even know how any kids on earth. You know, lying through omission. It makes you want to just go to all the older women. (laughs) Why would you? You shouldn't wish this shit on your worst enemy. (laughs) Like, why did you let me go through this? It is. And so for me, it's like, and I'm always an honest person and I always share the truth, but I feel like my gift all led to this point of empowering women to be like, you know what? I, 
I mean, I love my kids. I would never mistreat a kid. I'm a bomb ass mom, but fuck these motherfuckers sometimes. Take mm-hmm. your time. Like I would show me driving around. Every time her dad came home, I'd be like, I gotta go to Walmart and I mean Target. And I would give him the baby and leave for two hours. Yeah. Like they they we get this thing where you can't have a break. Like, nah, fuck that. You need a break. You gotta chill out. Kids get on your nerves. Like I'd be sitting there sometimes, and I'm really honest. I would be like cutting vegetables and watching them on a couch, and the voice would be like, just go stab them. Like it, it, it would wow. be like, like just stab everybody. And then get it out. only lasts for a short amount of time. Uh-huh. And I tell people, if you feel in those feelings for more than a couple minutes, then seek help and go see. But I want you to feel normal because somebody be like, fuck, I'm throwing a baby in the oven. Like <laughs> people really be yeah. thinking. And I'm like, I, the baby be crying. Like, I just want to smother this. And then you be like, oh my God, why do I feel this way? And then I think that edge is on the depression because I'm like, oh, because I'm like, why would I even have a thought like that? What's yeah. wrong with me? I'm mm-hmm. broken. I'm not. But really women think that. And even if it's for a flash, mm-hmm. women think that. And then we're so hard on ourselves thinking there's something wrong with us but it's chemically a lot of stuff is happening, happening after you had a baby yes and so you know and that's why they always ask you when you go to the doctor or you have like be honest yeah. it's okay to be honest about how you feel because we've been lied to okay and romanticized i know so this is a very serious moment but the way she says honest is amazing <laughs> And I just, I had to point that out. So. <laughs> I'm telling you, I mean, seriously, like, you know what? Let me put the titties up for this part. Listen, if you're feeling some kind of way, it's normal. It's all right and we're here with you. We, we are here with you. Yeah, so I used to um, have thoughts of doing something to myself, not the kid. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, you'll... You'll be better off if I just walk out this house and just leave you here. Yeah. Like, or, you know, just things like that. But I more so thought um, about, I thought it more often while I was pregnant. Um, And like, so it was this period, especially the closer I got to her due date, that I was like, really sad and anxious Mm -hmm. but I had nobody to talk to because my mom was like uh, uh, you know that you gotta do what you gotta do type person and me and my sister we were getting closer but we weren't that close quite yet and so she had never shared something like that with me and she had two kids so I'm thinking I gotta be strong and tough and all these things Um, like down to I did not cry, scream, yell, nothing when I was in labor Mm -hmm. because my mom was there the whole time. And one time I made like a like a crying noise and she gave me this look like you better not do that shit. And I was like (laughs) and sucked it up and. And that's a lot of stuff when I talk about even passing those traumas on. Like to me, that type of stuff is trauma where you feel like you can't be weak Mm -hmm. and you feel like you can't cry all the way down to. The way we be doing our daughter's hair and they be crying, popping kids doing hair and don't move. And it's like, nah, let us be. That's because especially when you have black children, this idea of this strong black, like it starts so early, even Mm -hmm. in the middle of you giving birth, you feel like you can't cry, but it's just been passed down. And that's why a lot of stuff I like to do is to break those cycles, too, Mm -hmm. because it's okay to be weak. It's okay, And it's not even being weak. You're pushing a whole human out of you, yo. (laughs) Like a whole. I'm sitting here eating ice going, I don't even want the baby to come out. It hurts so bad. And I'm like, you know what? Just leave her in there. Like, I cannot even do this right no, now. No, I couldn't get her out fast enough. I was My like, get, send somebody in here because I'm going to start pushing. I want her out. Like, and my mom was like, get somebody. She she got to get her out. Like, yes, she she has to come the fuck out. Like, like I was flipping out. Because you get traumatized. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. My mom said that she's seen imaginary soda machine and was telling people to get her the soda out the soda machine. And they was like, ma'am, it's no soda machine in this. Like, your brain goes crazy. 
crazy. Remember, super, you know, Super Simp from the internet. Yeah. She lost her mind after the baby. Her memory was gone after her baby. Really? She didn't realize who she was. She didn't realize. I followed that journey with her. Wow. She, her mind, like, people don't understand. We're bringing a whole soul through a portal, through a baby out of your body. That is a lot. Like, it is underplayed. That is crazy, yo. Wow. That is crazy. I've never heard anybody go all the way to the soul portal. It is. You're really bringing a new soul into the world through a portal through your body. Wow. Okay? And they had to stitch my stuff. Until you have stitches in the... I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> is the way I'm going, people keep having babies? Like, what is... They, they're choosing to. They're nuts. Uh, man. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, how? what type of parent did you see yourself being? Um, I always, well, one, let's be clear. I never seen myself as a parent. I knew that was going to come out. But once you <laughs> found out you were pregnant and made the commitment to see this through, yeah. then um, what did you envision? What, which is Because I always, when I was younger, though, I did want kids. I wanted five kids. I was going to adopt two because I was always in child care, child care development. I always knew, and my friends make fun of me now because they go gentle parenting. But I feel like it's crazy that it's gentle parenting when that should be the regular plan of parenting. Right. I apologize to my daughter when mm -hmm. she's wrong i talk to her and explain to what's going on i validate mm -hmm. her feelings i do all these things and it's so it's funny to watch people make fun of me over it but i know that i'm building this incredible person and i might not have got all of that and i still feel like i'm good but i know i have a lot of issues but for me whatever that gentle parenting is and you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. I, that's how i knew i was going to be but i also knew i was equipped with a lot of tools because i was a child development specialist oh, yeah. and even prior to that i just grew up and seen a lot of things like for me, I was like, if I was going to have kids, I'm going to get married. Cause I grew up, I remember I was 12 and I had, my mom had hella kids by a bunch of different dudes and looked at me and was like, don't ever have no baby to keep no man and goes, look around and don't work. And that stuck Ooh. with me forever. Right. And so I was always big on, I'm not having no baby till I get married. That's why everybody was so surprised to see me with this baby at one, a year into somebody. And they seen me in four or five year relationships. Cause I'm like, I'm not having no baby till I get married. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but things happen. And I was like, I'm too old for an abortion. And I'm just, I, you know, I'm gonna have my little boo. <laughs> um, but I always little knew boo. that I would be the parent, um, that I am now, but I will say it's still no handbook and nothing will prepare you. No matter mm -mm. what you have in your head, no, no matter nothing will prepare you for actual motherhood. Yeah. And for me, it's always catching myself mid snatch. Like, cause you get <laughs> your natural reaction is still normal. So you snap and be like, okay. And so it's like <laughs> talking the deep press is where it's so funny mm. because you jump or if you cuss at them, that's why I say like, mother, 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 I, mommy didn't mean to yell at you like that, but this is why this is this because <laughs> it's not like it's not going to happen. You're not mm -hmm. just, no matter how perfect you want to be, no matter you going to flip the fuck out, yeah. but it's how you handle after you flip out. Let me talk to you. Right. I apologize. Mommy was upset because of this. Instead of just, I don't care. I'm going to give and you something. And then you got to yeah. eventually Stop making flip out your default. Yeah. <laughs> you have yeah. to. Because when I grew up, my, my mom was very big on like shoot first, ask questions yeah. later. And so like she never stopped doing that. Yeah. And so when I had my own kid, I was like, I'm going to talk to my kid. I'm going to try to get to the bottom of things. But I remember when um when she was like four or five and she would wake up in the middle of the night and she would have to pee but she would be so sleepy that she would just lay in bed and cry mm, she wouldn't pee yeah. she would just cry and the crying would wake me up and once I realized like oh you just gotta pee get your ass up like yeah. what the fuck are you doing get up cause you just woke me up and yeah. now I'm pissed and I was like 
Farron, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you have to pee, bitch, don't you want to cry? Yeah. <laughs> you be mad as shit. Like, mad I'm so comfortable. It was, you were like thinking about that. It was them three sips that I took. Yep. At 9.15. I knew I didn't need yep. shit else to drink. <laughs> it is. Don't Listen, you? Yes. and I tell people this all the time. We put these expectations on children that adults can't even do. Stop getting <sighs> mad at children, children for shit that adults... If you put me in front of a Zoom school right now, I would lose it after... Listen, look at how right. we act on Zooming with the homies and that shit is yeah. fun. People I don't even realize how much I liked people <laughs> until... <laughs> I was working from home. And it's like, I didn't even want to go into the office. I just wanted to be around people. Yeah. People of my choosing. I was like, yeah. I'm still, I still don't want to go back. I'm not one of the people yeah. that was ever going to be happy about going back into the office because I never wanted to be around those yeah. people. But I was like, man, I just really, I really wish I could just take this somewhere else and be around <laughs> people. Like, I want to be around people. It and is. just getting a smile walking down the street feels so good right now. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> knock it off. Yeah. When they tired and they start acting a fool. When Bean, I know she up too late or we're out somewhere and I didn't feed her. And she get to acting a fool. I have to check myself. Like, I be getting mm -hmm. mad. I be like, mm -hmm. yo, you have her up past her. Yeah. She's tired. And when I'm tired, I be irritable. Yeah, shit. irritable. Yes. When I'm hungry, I'm irritable. Yeah. So why do we not expect mm -hmm. these kids and stuff like that, yeah. you know, to stop? And when you get hurt, you cry. So don't be popping your baby and I'll give you something to cry about. Be careful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I spill shit all the time as an adult. So yes, stop so beating these kids over spilling, spilling shit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I got a video. I'm trying to do something with Bean Bean. Stuff go all over the couch. And I'm just sitting there going, ah. But I, and then the funny part, I had just spilled something two days ago. So it's just right. these unfair expectations. All these things I just don't want to put on my daughter. And I think another thing with that is the things I'm trying to teach her, the things that I didn't learn. So I'm big on financial literacy because I mm -hmm. feel stupid and I feel like, a lot of our parents didn't know what to say, so we we don't talk about it because parents don't like to feel dumb. I'd be reading the uh, Quan has a really good series, uh, the ABCs of um, uh, uh, like. I, I, she's gonna be mad that I messed her books up, but she has the the Mommy and Maddie Academy, and they have like the ABCs of financial literacy for children. There have she has another one on credit cards and all this stuff for kids, and it is incredible. And I'm sitting here reading it, going, "It's no reason I'm 40 years old and don't understand." Ha, like it's breaking stuff down to me that wow, I didn't even know what to really? do. And I think especially in our community, financial literacy is where we lack. And so mm -hmm. I'm trying to teach her those things so that she could be prepared because of stuff that I didn't have and right. that I'm learning and still barely understand now. Right. So we got to not also be afraid to teach our children or find a way somebody else to teach our children the stuff the things that we, that don't, we know. don't know yeah. yeah because i tell me and the kid have always like sat and speculated on stuff and then we'll research <laughs> yeah. it but we'll just talk uh talk about things like yeah. whatever the topic was and always was open to me learn from her her learn from yep. me like having this dialogue like we'll talk about some law and be like maybe this is how it started and like we had this whole backstory then it's like okay now google what actually happened yeah you know so we like having just the being able to communicate with my kid and have her comfortable enough to communicate with me because you know i grew up in the you didn't join grown folks conversations yep. you weren't even supposed to be in the room yep. you could be the only child in the house 97 adults you about to sit in the room by your own by damn yourself. self so it just it it just looks really good. I like where 
parenting is going, where yeah. momming <laughs> is yeah. going. But I do um, wonder, we see how being a mom has changed over the years. How would you say being a father, what do you see being's dad doing that's different or... You know, one thing that I think that is really underplayed um, is how many dope fathers there are, especially mm -hmm. in the black community. All you hear is no dad. No. I know so many dope black dads. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And that's not focused on. And I feel like for them, they really feel left out. They feel unseen. Mm -hmm. They feel underappreciated. Mm -hmm. I think for that, because I mean, back then when, you know, fathers were around and were great, they got all this love. But I feel like there's so many great fathers that are so undervalued right now mm -hmm. and so underappreciated that it's crazy. And I feel like they have stepped up more because women, we have a lot more to do. We're not just sitting at home anymore. We're not undereducated. We're not waiting for them to come home. So I feel like yeah. a lot of dads are stepping into that role to see, damn, women do have a lot we'll to do. To. They're helping with laundry. Mm -hmm. They're helping with dishes. They're picking the kids up. They're going to sports. I think they're participating more in the things that were you know, initially just designed for women to do. They're going to doctor yeah. business. They're they're in more. You know right. what I'm saying? They're there for the, the first day of school yeah. when that was a, a very much a mom thing yeah. and all of that. But yeah. they still be on bullshit as far as yeah. we, we I feel like we still are the ones that are on the serious note so they get all mm -hmm. the that's my favorite parent because they're still doing all the, the fun, fun stuff, shit and we right? gotta be the disciplinarian like yes. both y'all get off the goddamn couch right now. You know what I'm saying? Like nah y'all can't I mean, have no dads ice cream get right now. so many passes Man. Yo, like I watched this one um, reel on IG and it was like, when I'm in charge of swim time. And, uh, <laughs> I've seen it. Yes. And she's, you know, being all gentle with the baby and the baby's flopping in the water and she's, you know, taking her time, yeah. introducing her to the water. And it was like, when dad is in charge, <laughs> baby just, he just threw the baby, dunking her all under the water. <laughs> She can't catch a breath. Nothing. It's like, but nobody cared because it was a dad doing it. Now, yeah. if a mom was that damn clumsy with her baby child. No. Yeah, it wouldn't even. But we're natural nurturers. We're natural. So we, you know what I'm saying? It'd be like, oh, sh you know, we'd be looking at all the problems. But I feel like that'd be men and women in the relationship, men and women, every, like anything <laughs> when it comes to money, like all the aspects, it'd be, that's just be the role in a lot of stuff. <laughs> and that's why dads get to be this cool, fun guy and you're just like, you're doing the, you know, okay, we gotta go to the dentist. And, hey, did everybody brush their teeth? Right. Everybody right. sit down and eat their veggies. Like all this stickler stuff. Like, man, I, you know, we want to jump on the couch too but if we all jump on the couch then who so sometimes I just let my daughter be running wild like oh yeah. I did a video recently because I picked her and then I realized I looked back at the video she played me but I picked her from school and she was like where's daddy and I was like are you going to mommy house she was like I want to go to daddy's you cut to us in the bed with ice cream cones I'm like nah I'm gonna win this battle nah you're not just y'all must have kicked it before I got you so I'm trying to compete oh that's too funny well I have to say I've always been the one jumping on the couch with the kid then being like okay we gotta stop this get down and then get serious yeah but you still had to kick in like we'll be here all night if I don't step in right <laughs> but I'm definitely like the, the extra child in the house I cannot lie I was the extra child in the house when I was the only adult in the house <laughs> and I'm, I mean it, it still be lit cause I'm a whole fool too like me and my daughter we I just be like why are we I be sometimes we be at the bed midnight eating snacks in the bed I'm like I really need to put her to sleep but I will say this about being an older mom I feel like when you have so much life experience because now I'm 40 with a three year old which mm -hmm. is a, you know what I'm saying and that's my only child when the more life you live you realize the things that you thought were so serious and so aren't that serious you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying like she's supposed to be the score eight we get there at 10 30 every day <laughs> <laughs> ah, we was up all night like but it's um 
I just feel like things aren't as serious. And I just, for me, it's like making sure that she's happy. They're like, what do you want your daughter to be? What do you, I want her to be confident. Mm -hmm. I want her to be happy. I want her to be self-love. I want her to be self-sufficient. Mm -hmm. Everything else, uh, is is like secondary to me but those right. are the things and just really especially because we're the way we grew up we didn't have this social media and these standards and these pressures yes. and i'm watching my nieces and nephews that are teenagers and early you know in college and everything and i feel so bad for them because they have all these like pressures to be perfect and mm -hmm. we're not perfect and it's all this pressure so my yeah. biggest thing now is like i don't know what things are going to look like when my daughter's that age my biggest thing is self-love, self-acceptance, yes. be your own person. You don't, because I mean, I feel terrible for, yes, for the, for yes. the kids these days, especially these young women. Mm -hmm. I feel terrible for them. So I, I'm, that's a big focus of mine too, at such a young age. Like, let me, I got to beat this in their head right. right now. You know, yeah, I definitely like encourage the kids. <laughs> my sister still talks about this to this day. My baby was in first grade and she loved boots. Yeah. She loved boots at the time. And she would wear them with shorts and tank tops like she did not care. So my sister hadn't seen this live and in person yet. So she picks her up from school and my baby runs out in these um, shorts, a T-shirt, and these gray boots that like came right just under her knee. And she called me and she was like, bitch, why do you have my baby dressed like this? And I was like, she loves those boots. She wants, she picked her outfit. She wanted to wear those boots. Yeah. She was happy with her choice. Does she look like she has any regrets right now? She's good. Like, I just, I don't have time. Like, I... I saw many battles I got to fight. That ain't one of them. So like you got she one of them little to... Mexican kids when they be in the boots and <laughs> Yo, the prom dress and the story. She like... used to, she loved these little patent leather shoes and she would have on the thickest socks. I'm like, your toes are going to hurt. So she'll be like, change my socks. And I was like, shit, she's on to me. Like, so I would have to put her on <laughs> the church socks with a little patent leather shoes. Hey. And then I would take an extra pair of socks and shoes and be like, if you could get her to change, then <laughs> thank you. But if not, look. It be I'm, I'm telling I you. I don't. I can't. I can't care. I can't care about this. And just like you know <laughs> I gotta what? Go to just, work. <laughs> and it's and it's to be like you know. Let them have that freedom because you know. And it sucks because I, I I do correlate a lot of things to race and culture, and that's because it is what it is. If you look at especially like a lot of white kids, they have the freedom to do that. Yeah, they have the freedom to do that. And one of the biggest studies. Uh, here I go. I know I be going. Doctor Joy Leary is one of one of the most phenomenal people when it comes to race relations. Don't y'all just love a smart woman? Yeah. Yes. yes. She talks a lot about post-traumatic slave syndrome, which everybody, you know, su we suffer from. It's right. gener generational trauma. And it's the small things that we do in our head. And she was like, so you go into a bank and you get to see a white kid running around, jumping on stuff, doing everything. And you see the black parent stay right here. Don't move. Mm -hmm. She's like, but what that sending is for these white kids and your kid is watching them that this world is theirs to explore. Mm -hmm. This world is theirs. And you need oh. to be so in line and you have to follow and stay here that you can't do anything because this world isn't for you. Mm -hmm. And so she talks a lot about that. And I'm just like, wow. that makes sense. So like when you be seeing in there, they, they're, so they get to be more that it little. starts that young wow. and what a lot of people don't know which I know from being a child development specialist is um, people 
you developed your character and who you are from zero to five. So people do a lot of stuff in front of their kids and be like, they're too young to remember. They're the, but most of mm -hmm. your character is your subconscious, right? And your subconscious, the biggest, is developed from zero to five. Mm -hmm. So everything you're instilling in these kids at an early age from the fighting and, and anything that's going on that's negative or positive mm -hmm. is building this entire character of a person. And they're already who they're yep. a lot are going to be. Now you can move them which way and help, but you've developed that zero to five is the most crucial mm -hmm. time. And it's where... I I believe 80% of your brain develops as zero to five as far as, you know, yeah. your worldly things. So when you're doing that and you're putting these limitations on them and you're doing that, you've already setting them up that this world is not yours. Right. You right. can't do, you got to follow what I do. You have to do, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So. Oh my god! I definitely, I know. I be getting deep. It no, so, no. I be so like, I'm here ah, for it. Like titties out, <laughs> and then it's like, well, let me tell you about how we have to change our future and cancel these generational yes, traumas. Like, yes. I'm such a, <laughs> I'm such, uh, educated man. ratchet. Yeah, ooh, yeah, where the books at? Where the books at? <laughs> oh my god! Thank you but so yes. much for being here today. Yes, I had an awesome time. I feel like I called her like two hours ago, and she was like, "Yes, I'll be there." I know. It was Shout so out to late. I'm like, can you get the baby? That's my other baby. Jossie yes. is my baby's mother. We're right. Like, Listen, I'm dropping the baby off, and I just washed her hair. Can you throw some braids? Not <laughs> you prepped her. Like, yeah, like I washed something her last to keep y'all busy. <laughs> So I had a ball. This yes. was so fun. I, from the cars, I feel like we covered every everything area. But if I knew we was gonna get, I was gonna get so serious. I wouldn't have. You know what I'm saying? No, I covered no, up no. The... Because I definitely kept looking at your titties. I was listening, but I started off with the dress on. I took the dress off, put the thing on, because we was talking crazy. And then I'm sitting there, they're like, "How are we are taking real life?" Changing mm -mm. advice from titties. Right? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, but the same shit. You all the titties they go get on this show. Let <laughs> <laughs> well, bring them. These, yes. I mean, they have fed a nation, not mine. I didn't make that much milk, but others have. These are <laughs> the circle of life right here. Oh, really? hey, TT. Hey, what's up? Man? What's up? How you, you so doing? silly. Yeah. You got to do the next episode. I hope you're ready. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. That's what he said, but I got a baby <laughs> That's anyway. All he came for. <laughs> <laughs> oh my right. goodness. So um but before Miss <laughs> Miss Bus, I need you to come out with that shirt, a greyhound with titties. Yes. I need you to figure it out. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> where can the people find you? Okay, well the people are y'all the people. Y'all the you people. You can and remind and let me know. I have those packages for, you know, the little extra. Oh, I got yes. my own OnlyFans, okay? <laughs> so just DM me for the details. That's Kanisha, K-A-N-I-S-H-A, Bus, B-U-S-S, -S, on everything. Follow my YouTube, my Instagram, my uh, whatever. Um, I'll be sending out that OnlyFans link, you know. On the just hit me on the low, you know, because I got a baby to look after. Um, and then uh, make sure and catch me out because I did do the spelling is uh hard, but pronunciation is hard for me too. That the Keisha E uh black card off layaway, off like yeah. I have all type of stuff coming up. Churchy with Kev yeah. on stage, like it's it's good. So follow nice, me, nice. follow me, and guess what? Follow me and watch my reels because they finally monetize. I got my pampers and shit. Stop selling titties on the street. <laughs> but. And uh, thank you, Patreon. Hang out thank with you. us. We're going to be here for another episode. And if you are not, um, have not joined the More Mob Patreon, you should do it because you could be seeing everything live and see the things that we end up cutting out. <laughs> oh, yeah, the cutout. The cutout. And see I have things, to, Christina, yes. thank you. I'm glad I gave you a light bulb moment. If I only came here to give her a light bulb moment on shit she needed to that's what I'm talking about. Thank you. Look at y'all. Somebody said, Kanisha, what's the person's, person's name again? Name, yeah. uh, Dr. Joy Leary. Go look. She, it will blow your mind. Dr. Joy Leary will have you 
in a whole nother space. And the name of the book that you need to read is Post Traumatic Slave Syndrome. It will change your life. Yes. Um, yes, Sherry Barnes. He did walk in here with the hands behind his back like an old Asian <laughs> man. But um, thank y'all so, yes. so much for joining us for this episode. And um, <laughs> I think we come for titties and smarts. Sorry. I'm Farrah Moore. This is Kanisha Buss and her titties. <laughs> Have you named them? No, I have not. Girl, when I got the titty tattoo from my best friend, I didn't even think people would suck a memorial titty. I was like, I really messed up. But wow. A memorial do. titty. They do. They do. Get, I can't tell you to get off my phone. Just get off my show. Thanks for having me. I'll be back. Believe that. Yes, you will. <laughs> Bye, y'all. See you next week. <laughs>